Hi, and thanks for tuning in. You are listening to an inclusive features audio report. Brought to you direct from our citizen reporter in Kenya. On a chilly Saturday morning, I get to speak to Henry Thau of Hamworth Fabrications. With a big smile, he welcomes me into his home. Henry is dressed in a tall blue dust coat branded with his business identification logos. Hi, I am Alan Hubbard, a citizen reporter for the Inclusive Features Initiative in Nairobi, Kenya. Many small businesses in Kenya have been adversely impacted and even forced to shut down due to the effects of COVID-19. In this report, I speak to Henry about building a business as a person with a disability, how COVID-19 nearly took out his business from him, and how, with support, his business is now booming. Henry speaks to me predominantly in the Swahili dialect. His words have been interpreted and voiced by an actor in English. Henry starts off by telling me how his mother found out about his disability. It has been a long journey which began when I was born. It was my mother who observed me closely and after some times realized that I had a disability. One day, she called my father and told him, Henry's leg is not moving. It is not moving at all. It was bent. When she realized this, she took me to the current clinic where I was given injection as a treatment. A doctor told her that I needed surgery immediately. The surgery could not save Henry's leg, so he had to learn to walk with just his right leg and crunches. His mother was determined for Henry to get an education, and that's where his passion for the trade was born. I started my schooling in 1987 at Ketepa Primary School. After that, I attended Waizaka Polytechnic. It was a struggle for my mother who could not afford the fee and had no money even for bus fare to take me there. By that time, my father had already died, but God showed us the way. When I was in primary school, I wanted to pursue arts and crafts. I loved seeing how Haxo worked. I was interested to do that. So I chose to study carpentry, which was offered in my school. I studied metalwork. That's how I became an artisan. After graduating, a man called Karanja offered me a job making windows because I had studied welding and fabrication. I first bought a gas welder in 2002. Henry started his own business and had to work hard to build trust among customers who questioned his ability because of his disability. He explained. Since I started this business, I haven't felt disadvantaged because it has been of immense help to my family, to my mother, and to those I have employed. When I speak to customers, they usually question whether I can meet their standards, but they're usually willing to trust me because they have been referred to me by a person who has seen my work in the past. But this past was jeopardized by the pandemic. Henry tells me how. I had kept my business in Dagoretti going until March 2020 because of COVID-19. When businesses were closed, I had no clients. COVID had affected everyone. 
it has really affected me. I'm used to making metal windows, chairs and tables for schools, but it's no longer happening. When I'm not making money, my kids don't get their daily meals. I have used my savings from March and April. It is what I have been using because I haven't been getting contacted by any clients. After being forced to shut down his workshop due to the pandemic, a flicker of hope showed itself. Henry was introduced to the In Business Initiative by Light for the World, which is funded by Inclusive Features. They gave him support, including a business mentor called David, to keep his business running. Privalika Valveti of Light for the World, known as Val, explains to me what the In Business Initiative is all about. I love this program. There are four main responsibilities or focus areas of in-business program. So number one is we provide uh, business support to micro-entrepreneurs with disabilities, uh, like the likes of Henry. So these micro-entrepreneurs and disabilities, uh, they get business trainings, they get technical trainings, they get business mentors like David to help them take very crucial decisions like do you have to buy your tools or do you have to hire your tools? Probably Henry would not have thought of the whole analysis that David did, but David being there for him probably made that decision easier for him. So that's focus area number one. Focus area number two is the linkage part of Henry getting potential customers or potential suppliers. Um, this is where the tendering comes in. So, okay, Henry is empowered. He is trained. He has all the knowledge. Now, does he have customers to get the actual money? Where is the cash hitting the table, right? Uh, that's part number two. We are empowering organizations to source from persons with disabilities. We are trying to make sure Henry is supplying to uh, other organizations and they're willing to take Henry's services. That's focus area number two. We are trying to work with DPOs or OPDs uh, to uh, provide this environment where they're advocating for themselves and they know their rights and they are empowered enough to ask for their rights wherever they see that they don't have this particular right. That's part number three. Now, the final part, number four, is because we are a pilot program and also because it's always good to learn, uh, we collect learnings. So every time we implement an activity, we try to learn from it. Is this going well? Is this not going well? And provide evidence. Why is it not going well? And how can we do it better? So these four parts together uh, form in business program. And ultimately, if I should summarize it in one line, it's made for economic empowerment of persons with disabilities through inclusive collaborations. As well as the training, Henry has found the support from his business mentor has been vital to turn his business around. The help has been an immense blessing. The director asked David to come and check on me and see how my business was coming along and he would come. David is a business development supplier for Light for the World. Here's what he has got to say. I got a message that, hey, we need to support someone here. The business is going under because of COVID. He also encountered some other challenges whereby he could not serve his orders. Like he has clients, they want him to make gates, windows, and so on. But he had no cash. Uh, at that point, he could not even lease some machines to do the job. He could not acquire raw materials and so on. So um, I came in and uh, analyzed all that. Uh, 
And then I came up with a report and some kind of a motivation letter to Light for the World to support him in various ways. One of them being uh, maybe to support through a grant so that he can be in a position to buy the raw materials to service his orders. Then from there, we realized that he had an issue with tools, whereby uh, we compared uh, the cost of hiring tools versus the cost of buying his own. And we found out that it was easier and cheaper if he could have his own tools. But then even with that, he didn't have the money to, to buy his own. So again, we had to come up with another um, request letter to Light for the World to support him that, which Light for the World gladly did. And then since then, um, he has now been servicing his orders quite well. And actually right now he has so many orders. Um, he has even been moving around because you see now he has his own tools. Yeah, he has that freedom. He's able to plan his work accordingly. The support did not stop there. David also helped Henry to build a brand with a visual logo which people would recognize to build his reputation. And thanks to training recommended by David, Henry now understands tendering processes, which opens him up to wider work opportunities. I have registered my business, Hemuth Networks and Construction. I have a logo. I registered with the government and got my certificate. My mentor wanted to help me grow my business, and we came up with a plan. So from August to September, we made sure my business was branded so that it became visible so that people know where I'm located so that when people pass by the roadside, they see that it's a smooth operation going on. I was proud of what Light for the World did. They gave me branding, which I appreciate. Just like any other entrepreneur, Henry is a visionary. This is what he has got to say for the future of Hamoth Fabrications. What I can say about my life is that it is good to work and to build a customer base so that my family, kids and wife worked with me in future. I can rename the business and call it Emoth and Sons. Many small businesses in Kenya have been adversely impacted and even forced to shut down due to the effects of COVID-19. Inclusive Features and its partners have taken the lead to implement solutions such as the in-business initiative. What's your response? If you'd like to hear more from our citizen reporters, why not visit www.inclusivefeatures.org?